Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Everybody, welcome to uh, our first ever episode of the Sicky Wiki Cast. And I'm your host, Garrett Morlang, sick as a dog. And here in the studio with me, not so sick host, JJ Purdom. I have been called sick by many of you are just sick. I've heard that so many times in the last couple of weeks. I don't know what that means. I feel pretty good. I don't. I don't feel sick at all. You don't feel too sick. No, I'm okay. the man. I just kind of man up. Anytime I've got like a little <laughs> sniffle or whatever. I just am bigger than it. You know what I mean? I just man up on it. Yeah, I wish I was that manly, but uh, <laughs> I'm not that manly. Man, it's been a rough few weeks. I had allergies like a couple weeks ago, or for the last two weeks, and then this last weekend, uh, well, last week, my son came down with a cold. And then a couple days later, my wife got it, and a couple days later, I got it, and I'm still getting over it. So that's been great. <laughs> I was wondering why there was tissues all over the ground here in the studio. There's like, yeah, I currently snotty. have uh, a roll of toilet paper here that I'm using for my uh, tissues. Just throwing them on the ground over here. It's pretty, pretty gnarly. Why does do the not, roll look wet? Do not come on this side of the desk. Just stay on that side of the desk. You know, no, I, you'll be fine. I promise you don't have to tell me that. I already kind of knew, but why <laughs> is it wet? It looks like wet on the bottom, like it's been sitting in a puddle or something. Uh, well, you know, no. <laughs> no, this uh, this episode is brought to you by uh, uh, Charmin, the makers of great uh, toilet paper Charmin, everywhere. Uh, uh, Nyquil and Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> you do you brought donuts? No, I brought Dunkin' Donuts, baby. Oh wow! Today's uh, T-Mobile Tuesday. You get a free <laughs> coffee. So I was like, man, I'm tired and sick, so I'm gonna get myself a free coffee. Okay, I want you to. I want you folks out there in. Uh, Super Gamer Boy universe to understand because that's what we call it. Um, I want you to understand that what he just called a coffee is not a coffee. It's got a bubble lid and it's got a whole lot of like frothy drink in it. No, no, it's it's a, it literally says iced coffee on there. Okay, that looks like some kind of a you know fifteen hundred calorie shake smoothie type of thing. No. Whereas what I have in my mug over here is just like I like my women, strong and black. That's how my coffee is right now. Okay. Well, just because don't mine's step a little away from lighter, the joke, you you totally. I'm stepping away. <laughs> stepping away. <laughs> I'm. That's that's just what I do. I just misdirect. You yeah, know? I know. I know. I You're just, like, hey, uh, don't don't pay any attention to the man behind the curtain, yeah, <laughs> especially when like, he says hey, inappropriate look stuff. Here, look over here. Look over here. Right. Right. <laughs> don't pay any attention to that. And keep uh, in mind, right before we we hit the record button on today's episode, you. Uh, you you were complaining about not feeling well. And I'm sorry you don't feel good, buddy. I, you know I'm I'm here for you. if you need me to wipe your nose or, uh, or you know, fill you thanks. fill you full of Benadryl. I'm yeah, here hopefully you, hopefully my nasally voice uh, doesn't drive everyone insane. And if well before when you before you cleared your throat right before, do you realize that you sounded so much like a Luther Vandross kind of thing? It dude, it sounded amazing. I'm know, like, I don't know. Oh, is, is this like 
It's a singer. No one knows who that is. Yeah, you sounded kind of like Isaac Hayes, man. Oh, you, yeah. yeah, exactly. It sounded like all oh, super deep. You were like, man, I feel like crap. I'm going <laughs> to tell you what, man. I feel horrible. I don't know how I'm even in this place getting ready to do a little potty pod. And I don't know why you called it potty pod and why all of a sudden it also gave you rhythm in your voice. That was that was the craziest thing. Yeah, and I wish I was that cool. You need to be sick more often. No, I really do not. Uh, fortunately, usually this is like a once a year thing for me. So just cross my fingers. I can get over this and then never be sick again, at least till next year. Good luck with that. But this podcast will actually help, help me kind of keep track of all the times I'm sick because I can just listen back through and be like, oh no, that year I was sick twice. There was two episodes where I sounded like garbage. <laughs> uh, good times. Uh, man, uh, how's your week been? Dude, it's been pretty good because I haven't been ill. <laughs> like, it's weird. You're not the only person. Everybody's getting sick. Everyone's I, sick. Yeah. I have the worst allergies, man. Like, I have really, really bad allergies. Um, I started taking a daily allergy pill, and it hasn't been as bad, man. I'm kind of, I'm kind of staying on top of it. I've had a couple little things, but quick little snore of cayenne pepper up the tutor, and I'll tell you what, man. Is that what the kids are calling it these days? That's the cayenne pepper. Pretty. Yeah, yeah. Walk. That's it's uh, it's, it's, a, it's a white chalky substance. That's that's not cayenne pepper, JJ. No, it's literally ground up. Um, you know, like uh, well, what do they call those peppers? Right. You know, cayenne right. uh-huh. style peppers. Wink. A wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. <laughs> sign them all. Sign them all. You know, um, it's really not that bad. <laughs> it burns a little bit. Yeah, I think you mentioned that last week. I was just like, I don't, I don't know how you do. I die. You know what does suck though, and what does make you want to die is when you accidentally get a little on your finger and you go to rub your eye. Oh. Which is yes. what I did today, and uh, I got a little bit I've, in my I've eye. Been there, that's the worst. Oh, it sucks so bad. One time, me and a buddy were making some some spicy chili, you know, mm-hmm. some good old jalapeno filled spicy chili, and I was in charge of slicing up those little jalapeno boys, and uh, not thinking at all, I finished, and then proceeded to literally just rub my entire face, like because it was allergy <laughs> season, so I was like rubbing my eyes and rub the end of my nose and stuff and I was just like oh like man I'm all you know I didn't think to wash my hands well yeah man within like two minutes my face was just like on fire and it was like that for like the whole rest of it, it was like swelling up it's turning red I was miserable never again will I ever touch a jalapeno <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I don't even want to risk it <laughs> speaking of on fire my stomach is on fire today because uh I'm gonna be completely honest man we we had my son's uh, eighth birth birthday party and there was cake and ice cream and when there is cake and ice cream you kind of have to break the diet so I ate some cake and ice cream for two days straight because that's what you do it's kind of a birthday week and dude I, I feel so crappy my my stomach is jacked up I feel like garbage um, I don't have a head cold though so I mean I guess, I guess that's kind of a good thing but there are some pictures floating around online that looked like I snorted some white stuff because uh, one of my nieces slapped a piece of cake in my face. Thank you, sweetheart. Um, but yeah, so there, if there is a little bit, it's actually just cake frosting if you right, see that right, photo right. running around online. Yeah. Sure it is. <laughs> That's the story I'm telling. All righty. Cool. Well, let's, uh, what do you say we get into the nerdy nudes? It's time for the nerdy nudes. All righty. We have a jam-packed, uh, man, show for you guys today. It's jam-packed like jelly in a donut. It was one of those things where, so normally record on Mondays, edit Tuesdays, release Wednesdays. Uh, JJ was uh, 
I don't know, he said his son had a birthday yesterday or something, so he didn't want to record on his son's birthday, so now we're recording on Tuesday. Um, but because of that, literally overnight, there was like 10 more things that we needed to talk about on the show. So I'm like, oh, shoot. Like normally it would be stuff that would, I'd be like, well, I guess we're talking about it next week, but now we got to talk about it on this episode. So we have way too much news to talk about. Boom, it's shakalaka, because awesome I saw stuff. the future coming. It's awesome but stuff. But today's episode is brought to you by some of our lovely supporters on Patreon. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't already, go check us out at patreon.com slash supergamerboys, uh, like our Patreon producer, Matt Liu, did, and our Patreon sponsor, Bill Bird. Shout out to those guys for making it happen. Um, without them, we would not be able to uh, go see movies like last uh, week JJ saw Shazam uh, another week or so we're seeing Endgame we got Endgame tickets uh, we're hoping to be able to pretty soon after release date uh, pick up a copy of Days Con I don't know if it'll be a day one but you know I'm planning on budgeting it out so that first uh, week in May we can get a hold of Days Con and get a play through that because that game looks incredible Sweet. but we can only do that thanks to your guys' support over there so if you haven't Go check it out. Uh, look at the tiers we got over there. Um, there's some pretty cool stuff. Uh, there's also a tier if you want to play D&D with JJ. No, I th- we took that one off. No one, no one's taking Here. us up on it yet. Here, we uh, took that one but off. But it is still there. Um, yes. So for and, those I want, listening, and I want to play. I want to play real bad with you. Yeah, for so those someone listening. someone please do it. For those listening, for, for $50, I will come to your house within reason <laughs> Within, uh, within, or through Skype or FaceTime. Or, you know. or yes, we could do that via the interwebs. <laughs> and uh, I will come to your house and play Dungeons and Dragons with you. And I don't know what this means. I actually thought this meant hanging out in basements dressed as a dragon. And I looked that stuff up on Google. I understand that's not what, what is meant. <laughs> uh, and there also is a lot of really weird stuff when you type in Dungeons and Dragons on Google. I'm just kind of letting you know. Some really strange stuff comes up. And now I would like to be able to erase my Google history search. So if any of you guys know how to do that, uh, if you could PM me, private message me, that'd be great. Hit him up at JJ Pertum on Twitter. Because I have a lot of stuff to eliminate (laughs) very quickly. (laughs) Uh, Cool. Let's uh, get to this first news article here. So there's an anonymous millionaire who wants to set up a real-life battle royale on a private island. A la Fortnite. Yeah, just like your favorite Fortnite or Blackout or Apex Legends. Um, an unnamed person, so they want to remain nameless, apparently, uh, uh, with a significant amount of wealth, is planning to set up a real-life 100-person Battle Royale event on a private island. Wouldn't it be freaking awesome if it was actually President Donald Trump? <laughs> that would and, be great. Dude, I'm telling you, if it was President Trump who was like, putting all kinds of people on an island. He's like bringing in like dignitaries from all over the world and having them fight out for <laughs> real with like, real guns and crap. Uh, That'd be amazing. rulers from Get like different Kim countries. Kim Jong-un so. or whatever, or whatever his name is, and like whomever the president of Mexico is. Just have them all get on an island and fight it out for real. Jeez. And then whoever wins ends up getting to be the dictator of the whole world. Wouldn't that be freaking awesome? So it's not... It, it, the point isn't to actually kill people. We're not killing people off. There's no like. Oh, I missed the mark on reading just, that article. I probably just, should have uh, read that. I so thought here, they were going to kill everybody. Yeah. So here's a deal. Here's a deal. <laughs> There's no no killing. No 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 dangerous stunts going on here. Uh, just some good wholesome family friendly fun. You know. Uh, 
Instead, players will be equipped with airsoft guns with touch-sensitive body armor. The last person standing is set up to win 100,000 pounds, I think that symbol is. I don't know. Euros? Europe's weird. Why don't you just use dollars? Yeah. Right? Just kidding. Uh, for all of those listening in, in the United Kingdom and Europe, we love you guys. Thank you for all your downloads. No, screw those guys. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, we do have a couple listeners from, from the UK, we so... Do. Uh, shout out to you guys, but seriously. Yes, kitty old chaps, we're so glad to have you. The serious guy. They don't really. Seriously, why don't you just use dollars? Yeah, it yeah. doesn't make sense. Way, dollars way would be a lot better. Um, it's better than Canada with their loonies and stuff like that. Loonies and toonies? Yeah, they I, they use like girl money. Oh, wait, we have a lot of listeners in Canada that we we appreciate all of you guys. Sorry. Sorry about all Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. Sorry about that. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> so the plan is for the anonymous millionaire to acquire a private island which will be the setting for this real-life battle royale. The competition will run for three days with 12 hours of competition each day. During the nighttime, players will be able to camp for the night. All camping gear and food will be provided. So basically, uh, for 12 hours a day, you're running around shooting the crap out of people, hiking up and down like the island and mountains and hills and stuff, and then as soon as it's nighttime, okay, lights out. No, you're not allowed to shoot anyone. You just got to camp out, you know, sing Kumbaya on the fire, and then the next day... It's cutthroat again. This sounds so awesome. I'm so worried about telling my son Lee about this, you know, the <laughs> resident uh, Fortnite expert who was on last week on the podcast. And if I were to tell him, he would be like, Dad, we've got to put an application in now. <laughs> See, the, the thing is, is I just was talking about his eighth birthday. And that's actually the big thing that we did for Lee's birthday was we did Fortnite in real life. So my wife, Janet, did an awesome job. She did um, balloon drops all around the park. And they were balloon drops with different weapons in them. And we, obviously we couldn't do builds and stuff, but there were rules set up as far as like two dark, Nerf dart guns. They had a bunch of awesome Nerf dart guns. Some of them hurt like a son of a gun. <laughs> like no joke. Last night we were sitting around where I was like, hey, let's check them out. We were all fighting with the guns in the house. And like my wife got kind of aggressive, you know, and I'll tell you what, they really do sting a little bit. There's a little bit of a, you know, a snap to them. Jeez. But no, we had a lot of fun. He loved it. We did the Fortnite thing in real life. And I did mention this article to him. I said, hey, apparently some millionaire. And he he got excited thinking that he could get into the game. And I'm like, that's not how we're not going to take a, a little boy son. Hey, like, you don't know that. Well, then he said, what about you, dad? And I'm like, okay, no. Because dad is a big target. Maybe we can do duo squads, you and me. Maybe we can... Maybe I can make people we laugh start, while we're like, you know, I could like get them to not pay attention. Let's start a Twitter campaign right now. <laughs> super Gamer Boys. Hashtag Super Gamer Boys for Battle Royale. Heck yeah. SGB for, for BR, you know, hashtag SGB for BR. And uh, everyone tweet that out and we will get the two of us on a duo squad and we will fight and win the Battle Royale tournament. How about that? That sounds amazing. A hundred thousand pounds uh, or, or euros. I think it, I think it might be euros. I'm if not it, really sure. Like a hundred thousand pounds of beef jerky, maybe? American money. American <laughs> money. Uh, we'd get a little, a little more, I think. I don't know how it works. Maybe it's a little less. I'm not really sure what the conversion is, but I believe it would be me getting 75,000 and you getting 25. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that's how the math works out. I'm not not great at math. So 100,000 pounds, uh, pound sterling is 130,514 US dollars. So we'd get, we would get more money. So cha-ching. Okay, so once again, it would be me getting about 75% of that, you getting the other 25. Because I'd be carrying you around. You're little. I'd be like protecting you and stuff. 
You'd just be a big meat shield. Yeah, basically. <laughs> basically. Uh, no, that sounds like fun. Cool. Uh, let's jump into our next article here. Uh, I'm gonna, we're going to hit this one real quick because there's a lot of cool PlayStation news that out, was out this week. The first thing, it's finally happened. We can finally change our PlayStation Network name. Oh, thank God. So all you out there with uh, um, your horrible PlayStation names like, uh, I don't know. Garrett's Meat Shield or, you Garrett's know, whatever. Meat Shield 420. Yeah. <laughs> like Dong Slayer 69 or something. Like <laughs> you can finally, you know, move on from your middle school days. They and... sounded so cool in the 90s and they just don't sound well, as this, cool anymore. This wasn't a thing in the 90s. I'm just roll with it. Just yes and. I know that. I, I knew that. I know. I'm just, just trying to make you sound like an you idiot. No, you really don't need to help. I like I'm to make very you sound good like at that. making myself sound like an idiot without your help. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, no, it's one of those things where you see it all the time. You're playing in an online match, and someone just has this horrendous name. You're like, wow, that's really racist. Or I can't believe they said that. Like, that's, how does PlayStation <laughs> allow that name? Okay, so if I... Have we ever shared our? I know yours is Breaking Prime. Breaking, That's, which mine, I wish. I'm, sometimes I wish I could change mine, but it's not that bad. Like it's not okay. Terrible. So, so mine is what some people have thought is racist, and we've been questioned many times about it. So, isn't is it yours just? It's Purdom Clan, and so here's the thing: we're Irish, and so <laughs> I have many times. Um, you know, I've said that my family is a clan, you know, we're a clan of people, right? So we call ourselves the Purdom clan. <laughs> so when I originally started the Facebook thing, or the Facebook, excuse me, the PlayStation deal, I I was thinking like it would be for the whole family. So I put Purdom clan on there. I don't play online stuff very often. It's mostly my wife, Janet, and my son, Lee, playing Fortnite with people. And if you only knew how many times I have walked by and heard Janet or Lee say, no, it's for the clan of our family. It has nothing to do with the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> I swear, I swear, count. I can't count on two hands how many times I've heard them having that discussion. Jeez. So I'm thinking we might need to change it. You, so, you can change it. for The first time you can change it is free. So uh-huh. you can change it if you want. The biggest thing is there's actually, there's huge, huge, huge asterisks, caveats here. Uh there actually are, there's a list of games out there that are not compatible with a name change. So if you change your name, uh, basically any game before, I, for some reason I'm not able to find the date suddenly. Um, I, it was sometime in 2018. I want to say like June or July of 2018. It's may or may not be compatible. Which is crazy because that's like not even a year ago. So basically any game that's older than like nine months, it might it might like totally break the game. So if you plan on playing any old games online anyways, you can play single player, but if you plan on it playing any old games online, I wouldn't recommend doing it. Uh, or if you do it, they say you can if you change it and it breaks something or it doesn't work, you can you can switch it back to, for free. So say you switch it to uh Purdom family instead of Purdom clan, and then it breaks a game or something, then you can revert it back to Purdom clan and it'll fix everything. But right, we it's were, still. We uh, were actually contemplating doing Purdom tribe, but I'm concerned that the Native American Indians are going to try to take that away from us. So, I mean, 
I I think I I think Purdom. I think I think it's a lame name. I think you need to think of something cooler, anyways. Like just like Purdom Clan or Purdom Fan. Like that's kind of lame. Like come up with something cool. Like I was going to, but my wife said Laser no, Beam Twenty Nine or something. No, like, nothing laser. My wife plays a lot of laser tag. Uh, <laughs> exactly. So be the perfect name. She's she's gonna love that. So, honey, if you're listening <laughs> to that, no, the word the term is new. I vote for lasers at the name. <laughs> that makes the every... Purdom lasers. <laughs> No, get it's rid of the Purdom. Right. That's the worst part of the name. <laughs> just do my last name. Just get rid of your last name. Your last name sucks. Okay, well, we'll figure out something else. Maybe you guys can uh, give us some suggestions on what my new uh, PSN name should be. Yeah. So why don't we go ahead and have you guys reach out on uh, some of our social media sites. Uh, yeah. You can reach out to us on Twitter, at know. JJ Purdom, at G Morlang, or oh, at, at Super, Super Gamer, Gamer Boys. Boys. Yeah. Comment uh, on our like the, the episode... Uh, when I put out the thumbnail for the episode, a little picture and everything, comment on there. Let us know what you think JJ's new gamer or PlayStation Network name should be. Best one will get it. I'll change my name to the best one. Yeah. Unless my wife says no, and then I won't be able to do that. She doesn't need to know. She Just, really no, She plays a lot of She Fortnite won't even notice. There. I guarantee you she won't even notice. She really probably won't. Except until she listens to this episode. And then she's probably going to be like, like Why did what did Garrett away? say? <laughs> yeah. Well, you're dead, dude. <laughs> okay. Well, this is... The biggest news here just came out hot off the presses, April 16th, 5.27 a.m., so early this morning. Sony reveals PlayStation 5 details. Woo-woo! Right? It's legit. It's real. It's happening. Although they did not mention it was called the PS5. Keep that in mind. Okay, but... There are details out there. It's just the next generation console, but it is going to be a console. I would bet my everything I own, it's going to be called PlayStation Five. It will be. There's already like been... PlayStation does not deviate from the numbers. Like no. they're pretty like they've had. They're not like Xbox. They use the Xbox D one five seven. Yeah, no. <laughs> Xbox and Nintendo are the only ones who name their consoles weird things. So I would literally bet every one of my possessions I own and my firstborn child. That's going to be PlayStation 5. Oh, that's going to be so bad. If it's the PlayStation <laughs> Euro, and you like end up losing. <laughs> losing my Losing your boy, my, my and that's not, not cool. He's a beautiful kid. I mean, you. Uh, that long, was... As long as he goes to a good home. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so the PS5 lead system architect Mark Cerny has shown us some of the internal components of the next generation console. Uh, it will include... Uh, here it is. A high-spec solid-state drive, a GPU capable of supporting ray tracing, will support PS4 backwards compatibility, and it won't be download only. So this is uh, this was actually originally from a meeting with Wired, uh, the website, magazine, news site over there. Uh, it They confirmed it's not going to be released in 2019, which I was talking to JJ earlier. I was like, if anyone thought is actually coming out in 2019, they were idiots. Like, I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. Like, there's no way it was ever coming out this year. Ooh, he's calling out your intelligent people. I'm, I'm calling you all out right here, <laughs> right now. Um, which I think that means, like, it's exactly what I said on previous episodes when we were speculating 2020. I guarantee you, like, I would not be surprised if it's fall or winter of 2020 is when we get it. Like, it was, I think it'll be a reveal like in the spring of next year like a full-on like okay here's the name of it here's what it looks like that time and then by fall we can we can order the thing 
but yeah, the CPU is going to be an upgraded CPU based off of the AMD Ryzen, Ryzen, however you say that. GPU is also an AMD Radeon Navi line. Uh, it's going to support 8K graphics or 8K displays, it says, not 8K graphics. I re read earlier, I thought it said 8K graphics. It does not say that. It's, it will just support 8K displays, which is weird. Well, there's, there's, but, but there's a difference because yeah. it can, uh, cause technically like my PlayStation 4 Pro can support 4K displays, but not every game is a 4K game. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of something off the top of my head. Anything that was made before, basically if I play anything that came out before, uh, the PS4 Pro came out, like any, like the beginning, like earlier generation PS4 games, uh, unless it has a PS4 Pro patch, which a lot of games do now, um, those are all like 1080p, but it's still compatible with, you know, the output to 4K. Um, so that was something I thought was interesting because they're kind of using it as like a, a big standard, like, or as like a, hey, check us out. We can do 8K graphics, but if you don't really read it or listen closely, it's like, oh, that's not really that impressive. It just supports 8K. Like you can plug it into an 8K TV. It's like, that's not really that impressive. Um, the but cool it sounds good <laughs> if, if you're if you're a novice and don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. To me, I was like, really, 8K? But just like you're saying, when you look into it, it's not all it's cracked up to be because there's not a lot of games that, I mean, their games are not, ready for that anyway but i know like google stadia was saying that they can end up upresing it to 8k in the future when that gaming is right is possible. When, when that's when that's a an industry standard right. but at this point that's just not a thing like 4k is barely a standard at this point um they also talked about yeah the solid state drive which is cool it's going to be um like a really high performance solid state drive so normally the their example was in the ps4 spider-man game on a PS4 Pro, it took 15 seconds to fast travel. So, like, you can click on a location, fast travel, and it took 15 seconds for the load screen to then uh, to then load the new location. Using this next-gen solid-state drive on the PlayStation development kit, it took 0.8 seconds. Like, that's insane. That's a huge so, like, difference. That's, yeah. that's one of those things where, like, you just think about pressing the button, and it's loading <laughs> it's already. Like, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, I wasn't ready. I right, wasn't ready right. yet. <laughs> like, uh, so that's pretty cool. Um so, like, basically, all this sounds really cool, and I'm stoked for the PS5. Like, that's something, like, I'm really hoping to get as soon as possible, you know, when it comes out. But so far, what we're hearing is really this sounds like, like a PlayStation 4 Pro Plus. Pro. Yeah, Pro Pro or <laughs> yeah. Pro Plus or something, like... Well, one of I the cool like things nothing, about it. Yeah. Uh, sorry to interrupt, but one of the one of the really cool things about it, and I don't I don't know if you said it right now. I probably should have been paying attention and uh, not looking on my no. <laughs> one one of the cool things that I heard and read in the article was the idea of the backwards compatibility with yes. the PS4 disc. I'm excited which about is, that. Which is really cool. That's what a lot of us have been looking for for a really long time is backwards compatibility. Now, whether or not they're going to end up doing the PS1, the PS2, Yeah, they the haven't PS3, said that yet. Yeah. But yeah, we definitely get PS4 Pro and PSVR, which is cool. Because a lot of people are like, oh, what if I go buy PSVR and then the PS5 comes out? Will I even be able to use it? Yeah. They're saying you'll be able to. Right. So. The PS4 VR setup will be right. compatible with the PS5. Which is really cool. Because, yeah, like... Cause like it's been going on sale like every Black Friday for like dirt cheap. 
that people are like, why would I go buy the PSVR if it's not going to work in another year? But it's that's kind of impressive. Like, oh, it will still work. You'll be able to play PSVR. You'll be be able to play all your PS4 uh, disc for sure. Um, and I really hope you can do your PS4 digital downloads too. I would imagine so because I have a lot of PS4 digital games that if they get stuck in the PS4, it'd be kind of crappy. But yeah, I don't know. It was That's huge news. I'm super excited about that. Um, I don't think we're going to get any more news about it this year. Well, doesn't PlayStation have their own their own specific PlayStation Comic-Con type of event where they're supposed to be talking about stuff? Or is that is that this year? So they did it yearly for about three or four years. And then last year they didn't do it. It was always in December. Every December they would do the PlayStation uh, PSX, PlayStation Experience in LA. Uh, yeah, it did not happen last year. And there's been no announcements to do it this year either. So kind of big shrug like who knows maybe they'll do it maybe they won't uh the fact that they're not going to be at psx or not psx uh e3 i would hope that they would have psx um but they've also started doing the state of play uh things every couple months too um but again i i would highly highly doubt i don't think they're going to talk about ps5 until next spring when they fully reveal it it's also a well-known fact that a lot of their first-party developers are now working on next console games. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of a big thing. A lot of the developers at GDC uh, back in March, uh, yeah, I think that's when GDC was. Uh, they were most of the people were talking, saying like, "Yeah, we're we're all working for, on PS5 games." Like people have moved on from PS4 at this point, which again, kind of, I feel like proves the hypothesis that. This console is coming next year, but we will see. And I want you guys to remember something because I want to plant a little seed in your little heads. Um, we're the ones who broke it first. We're uh, right here at Super Gamer Boys. No, I'm, definitely not. No, I want them to remember it like that. Okay. <laughs> we're like the we're like the eighty fifth ones. <laughs> definitely, yeah. Um, cool. Uh, the next news piece is. Pretty big too. Uh, came uh, not long after uh, the PS5 announcement. Uh, well, not announcement, but kind of reveal a little bit. Microsoft decides to unveil the release date for their Xbox One S All Digital Edition, which we've talked about a ton of times. We basically followed this news piece from rumor to a little less of a rumor to now being actually announced. It's officially announced by Microsoft. <clears throat> Xbox One S All Digital Edition is real. It's happening. It's coming. It's everything that we thought it was going to be. And they're gonna, it, there's going to be one in every home because yeah. they're under $100, right? So it's everything we thought it was going to be except <laughs> for the price. Oh, you're saying that they're charging too much? They may or may not be charging too much. Oh, let me just say, that was me being facetious because they're charging too much yes yes they are so all the things we've talked about before we're not going to go through it all you know it's a digital it's basically looks like an xbox one s with no disc drive except they're charging 250 bucks for it which if you remember when we did an episode about a rumor about a month or two ago the xbox one s like regular edition with a disc drive was $250 with uh, like one or two games bundled in. 
So basically all he did was bumped up the price of the one S. So now the one S is 300 bucks and then they're charging the two fifty for this. It's just like, but they're adding three games. Yeah. So it's supposed (laughs) to come with, uh, Minecraft, uh, digital download codes for Minecraft, Sea of Thieves and for Forza Horizon three. Um, and a one terabyte hard drive. Which those games are purportedly really good games. No, yeah, they're all those are all incredible games. But man, I just it just blows my mind because I feel like I would much rather have this like sub two hundred. So like even if it's one ninety nine or sure. one seventy five or something, and then give me like three months free of Game Pass with it, like third like so thirty dollars worth of Game Cat Pass. Um, because all those games, Sea of Thieves, Horizon, uh, Forza Horizon 3, and I believe Minecraft are all on Xbox Game Pass. Like, why why charge 250 bucks and then give you three games that, uh, well, Sea of Thieves is, like, an okay game. Uh, Minecraft is good for, like, kids love it. Forza Horizon 3, I heard, is fun, but I don't know. I feel like this is a huge misstep. Like, you were saying earlier about they should have made this so cheap you you couldn't afford not to buy it. Basically, yeah, th- that was like, my it, it whole should, point. It should have been like one hundred fifty or one hundred seventy five, like if, something. So it's so cheap. If it was one hundred fifty dollars, and we were, we've kind of already <laughs> talked about it in the past here on the show, there's no reason to beat it up ad nauseum. But if it was one hundred fifty dollars for that system with one controller, or one terabyte, and let's say one or two games, and uh, and then you throw in like three months, six months, whatever it is of of Xbox Game Pass. Think about that. If it was if it was something that was really affordable like that, even just the system itself for $150 with no free games, people would jump all over that. You couldn't not go and get that system. And then a lot of people that are on the fence, you would start to have that system in almost every home. If you made it something like that, and that's something that Xbox needed to do, I think, in my opinion, was needed to go and be aggressive and say, how do we... Right now, at the end of this console's generation, try to get this into as many hands and as many homes as possible. Yeah. And if they would have done something like that, it would have been very likely to be able to do that. $150 and then you sign up yourself $10 a month. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. If they if they get it in your house for $150, bucks, if they just eat the cost up front and then... Everyone, like, because it's all digital, you got to get games somehow. So everyone who buys it signs up for Game Pass. And it's the same thing with any subscription. The three-month trial's up. You forget you signed <laughs> up for it. And then the next thing you know, it's like two years later, and you've been paying 10 bucks a month for this subscription service. And you're like, oh, shoot, I, I should cancel that. And then you still forget to cancel it. So I don't know. I just feel like this is a huge misstep because they could have made so much money in the long run with that. Like getting people hooked on that subscription service. It's just, I don't know, it blows my mind. Yeah, I, what, what are you doing, Microsoft? Yeah, what we need to do is we need to have, we need to tag Microsoft and Xbox in uh, this post. And you guys need to start subscribing to our podcast. You need to start listening to the Super Gamer Boys because we've got the bright <laughs> ideas to turn Xbox around. And we've got friends and there's a, probably a good handful of listeners out there that are big Xbox fans. I think that's the funny thing. I think most of our listeners are Xbox fans and have Xboxes and they get so mad when we talk bad about it. Because we're Sony ponies. But, but right? what, well, what are you doing, Microsoft? Like, come on. Like, they're, 
they're just screwing up so bad this generation. And I'm curious for some of those guys out there and and ladies who are listeners uh, of the podcast that are fans of Xbox or have Xboxes, don't play PlayStation. I'm curious what you guys think about about the price and what you think of our idea of making it affordable and trying to get it into more homes. I think that the way we're looking at it is probably the way that they should be looking at it. This is the right idea. You're you're at the tail end of it. You've been getting your butt handed to you by by PlayStation for this generation. Xbox 360 kicked the crap out of PlayStation 3 for a long time. And yeah, so that's like in that generation. So last generation, 360 kicked PS3's butt. But at the tail end of the generation, if I remember correctly, the PlayStation 3 still outsold the 360 because at the tail end, like uh, PlayStation 3, they did that. They came out with a slim model that was, a, I think it was 150 bucks because I picked one up and... And they had a lot of the better exclusives. They had a lot. So everyone's just like, oh, I can get a PS3 for 150 bucks, and there's a ton of good games out there. I'm going to go do that. And uh, by the end of, by the time PS4 came out, PlayStation 3 actually sold more consoles than 360. So the first, but everyone always remembers, oh, 360 beat the crap out of PS3, but they just always forget, like in the last like six months of the generation, like before PS4 came out, PS3 like exploded because they did something like, so like out of the ordinary for Sony at the time. And that's what Xbox had the chance to do here. And they whiffed it in my opinion. So I don't know. We'll see. I, I mean, one good thing is I'm I guarantee you like black Friday, this thing goes down to like 200 bucks, um, maybe a little bit cheaper, but even, even still I would have, if this was at two fifty, and then on black Friday went down to like one fifty, that would have been insane. Like, um, Tell me if I'm wrong, but didn't the uh, didn't the Xbox and the PlayStation both go down to about 200 this last uh, Christmas season or yes. Black Friday? Yeah, you could get PS4 and I don't know about Xbox One. I'm sure they had a deal, but I know for sure because I, I was telling my dad, I'm like, get the PS4 Slim. It was like 199 and came with Spider Man. Like it was dirt cheap. It's pretty crazy, but yeah, I don't know. Microsoft, what are you doing, guys? Get it together crazy um cool well, let's uh look at our next news story here we got a star wars rock block here so first off uh ea and respawn finally announces uh or they revealed the star wars jedi fallen order game game or not gameplay trailer story trailer teaser whatever you want to call it uh it was awesome JJ watched it right before the show. And me being not a nerd, <clears throat> not a geek, I freaking loved it. Dude, it looked awesome. Like, I, you saw me watching it. It looked amazing, and I am not a Star Wars fan in any way. I grew up, I should be the age that I like it. I'm 40 this year. <laughs> Everybody my age loves that. Not a big fan. Never been a big fan. Haven't seen all the movies. But watching this trailer for this game and the other stuff that we're talking about really pumped me up where I'm like, it looks really great. It looks like something I want to play. And that's saying something because I'm a big story guy. And I thought it was going to be like, uh, what was it, Battlefront? Yeah. Where it was yeah. that, you know, online multiplayer yeah, thing. Yeah, like first that, person shooter. It didn't appeal to me in any way. That's not that's not what I'm looking for when I play games. This looked amazing. Yeah. 
So the game will star Cameron uh, Monaghan, who is actually, he's the guy who plays Bruce Wayne in the Gotham series. Um, he's going to play a character called Kale Kestis, a Jedi Padawan who survived Order 66 and the destruction of the Jedi Order. Monaghan is best known for his roles in Gotham and Shameless. Uh, Kale is hiding from the Empire after the fall of the Jedi and is working as a salvager on the new Star Wars planet named Baraka. He will have a sm uh, small droid companion with him, BD-1. Kale will also have a former Jedi Knight as his mentor and friend. She is, play she is being played by actress Deborah Wilson. So, yeah, I don't know. This looks super awesome. Uh, Respawn Entertainment is making it, which they are the developers who recently put out Apex Legends, uh, which is interesting because Apex Legends and their previous titles, Titanfall 1 and 2, were first-person shooters. They're all first-person shooters, I believe. Um, this is supposed to be third-person more action-oriented instead of like just a shooter mechanic, which is really cool. It's kind of a little bit different than they're used to. Um, Keep in mind, we didn't see any in this trailer. We didn't. It was just the story trailer. Yes, did not see any actual gameplay footage. No, uh, but yeah, they're they're wanting to uh, create a combat system that's easy to pick up, uh, but will also have a lot of depth to it. Thoughtful combat, they're saying. Um, there's even rumors going around it'll be similar to. Uh, not in difficulty, but in style to, uh, like a Dark Souls or a Bloodborne or something like that. Okay, so, so what you're actually <coughs> saying is going to be hard as hell. That's what you think you're actually saying, because Bloodborne is known by even the most ardent gamers as being harder than hell. No, so that, I mean, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's not going to be in difficulty. It's not going to be like that, but in the style where... You have to be strategic. You have to think about it. You, It's not going to be like the Force Unleashed game that came out on 360 and PS3 where you just smash that square button and beat the crap out of people and you're flinging people with your Force push and just blowing crap up. It's going to be more uh, thoughtful and strategic and using your powers and using your lightsaber, which I think is going to be a lot more fun. Um, I mean, Force Unleashed was great, but to have a more like methodical and realistic i guess like battle system would be really cool so i don't know i'm super stoked for that uh there's going to be new planets new characters uh it takes place just after like i said order 66 that's episode three i don't know it's gonna be really cool i'm i'm really excited is it gonna have jar jar binks i sure hope not <laughs> <laughs> keep in mind i'm still i'm still kind of a little upset at having to watch phantom menace so, although Jar Jar Binks was the one bright spot of the movie, I, as I recall. Am I right? Or uh, <laughs> I think you're misremembering. <clears throat> if you but... guys could only see the fire in Garrett's eyes when I say anything positive about Jar Jar Binks, like, I, I think I know what hate truly is now, Garrett. Yeah, Jar Jar Binks is all hate. I think he, that character was created from the depths of just hatred. <laughs> like, George Lucas is just really pissed at someone and... He created Jar Jar Binks for some reason. See, I could have thought it was, uh, I could have swore it was him trying to make money off of a colorful character that he could uh, sell to children in no plushies way. and whatnot. I doubt it. <laughs> okay, the last news story we have here for you is a big one. Star Wars Episode Nine. The title is finally revealed what it's called, as well as the first teaser trailer. 
It is called Garrett's Meat Bag. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, that was going to be the uh, my PSN name. Remember Garrett's earlier? Meatbag. Yeah, where I'm meat like, shield. You mean? Meat shield. There you go. <laughs> meat I know. I say meat gross. bag. That sounds like testes, doesn't it? Jeez, oh, it sounds a little bit like that. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars Episode Nine. Ah, <laughs> oh, we're gonna get hate mail on that, Garrett. The rise. Oh wait, let me get this right. I'm sorry. The uh, rise of the meat bag. <laughs> the rise of the meat bag. Uh, no, I just want to make sure I don't. Yeah. Okay. Now, now I'm starting over. Okay. Take two. <clears throat> I'm going to cut that last part out. Okay. Please don't. Star Wars. The Rise of Skywalker. I kind of like Meatbag a little better. The Rise of the Meatbags. Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay. So first impressions, having just watched the trailer maybe 45 minutes ago. Again, not a fan. Not a, not a big fan of Star Wars. Oh my gosh, dude. This looked incredible. This is the ninth installment of the actual story. Ninth and final. Dude, it looks really great. Like, I, and the music was old school. Yeah, it's it, the theme from Return of the Jedi, if I remember right. It's like, da 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 like the love theme. I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, and one of the best, best parts of it, J.J. Abrams. He's back and better than ever, directing. Oh. Uh, the movie that he you know, he should have taken eight. I don't know what they did there, throwing Ryan Johnson in the mix, but he's back and ready to take control of the reins and kind of kick this franchise back in the gear. Uh, there's a little bit of a hiccup there with uh, episode eight, but man, I'm so stoked for this. It looks so awesome. I I'm curious with that title, what who who Skywalker will be the whole the, so the whole trailer. Everyone go watch it for sure, but. There's uh, Luke in the background giving a monologue, basically talking about how every generation has a legend that will rise up. You know, in, in the Star Wars universe, it's been Anakin, episode one through three. Luke, four through six. We don't know who it is for seven through nine. Who's it going to be? Like, we know Kylo Ren is technically a Skywalker because his parents were Han Solo and uh, Princess Leia, who is a Skywalker, but we don't. Spoiler. Okay. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. These I'm... movies are years old now. Get it together, guys. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but uh, Ray, we don't know who her parents are. In Episode Eight, Ryan Johnson, the director, tried to play it off that uh, her parents were just like nobodies, drunkards who died in a ditch somewhere, and she's she's worthless. She's nobody. But I don't know if that was J.J. Abrams' original intention with Ray's character. I would not be surprised if she's also a Skywalker somehow, and she's the legend they're talking about. So either she's... She's Kylo Ren's twin. <coughs> either she's the legend, or or somehow Kylo Ren turns around and ends up being a good guy in the end. Similar to like what Darth Vader, the very end, he finally comes around, he's a good guy. I don't know, just speculation. We will see. You think you just spoiled it. Now when that comes to pass, people are going to be like, darn that guy with Morlang. He totally ruined the whole entire no, no, movie I, franchise I for it, me. I preface it saying it's a speculation. So I am never, ever, ever going to watch anything Star Wars now again because Garrett Morlang destroyed everything for me. <laughs> Is that how they talk? I don't know. They sound very similar to your Dungeons and Dragons friends. <laughs> 
Yeah, you know, those they love those space wizards. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. It's it's Dungeons and Dragons in some like spaceships, right? There's actually a D and D style RPG oh, game God. out there. Don't, that's don't Star know Wars. That. That's Star Wars themed. Don't know I forget that. what it's called. Garrett, don't know. But it's that. literally Dungeons and Dragons, but Star Wars characters. Don't know that. Forget that, please. I think we should play it. It'd be a lot of fun. On the podcast? Yeah. We, let's start a. Let's start, Who would it be fun? Let's for? start a, a Star Wars role playing game podcast that, where we just play Star Wars role, and similar to the you know the Adventure Zone by. What? McElroy Brothers there. And, and you just actually went and saw that, the Adventure Zone with the McElroy Brothers, live in San Jose. Ooh-wee, that was so great. It was Garrett and 300 other nerds. 3,000. Yeah, See how it, I'm downplaying it, it, it though? Sold I'm downplaying, out. I'm it was a sold out theater. It. I'm downplaying it. 3,000 other nerds. It was not. Packed a, in a theater. It was not a theater. It was a theater. No, it was a convenience store, and there was 300 <laughs> people there. Why do you do this? What you're a liar. He's making this, things bigger to try to make it entertaining. The City National Civic Theater, three thousand people. No, that's all what they, cheering, all laughing. That's what for the they, McElroy brothers. That's what they call the AMPM right there. They call it the Civic Auditorium. You're, <laughs> dude, you're being dumb. Uh, it was great. <laughs> no, it I'm was hilarious. Kidding. I thought the podcast was like a plus already, but to see him live just added like so much more. It was so great. And I'm a huge fan of the McElroy brothers. They've got their other podcasts that I listen to, my brother, my brother and me. So when you said that they had the Adventure Zone, which is their their game playing where they play Dungeons and Dragons and other games together or whatever, I was like, really? It's actually hilarious. It's, it's a lot of fun. I'm glad you were able to go see that. You represented Hog Cole, homie, you represented the uh, Super Gamer Boys. I appreciate you wearing the shirt when you went, too. That was really sweet of you. Yeah, I didn't didn't wear the shirt. It wasn't until after I was there I actually thought about them, like, oh, why aren't I wearing mm-hmm. my shirt? <laughs> mm-hmm. I think Star I was, Andrews, if you're listening, Star Andrews came up with our- uh, I was actually wearing this shirt. My, my kind of, I was repping another podcast, kind of what funny. What is wrong with you? <laughs> you need to be a walking billboard like I am. Well, I wanted to wear this shirt because I was going to, it was in San Jose, which is, you know, real close to San Francisco, which is where Kind of Funny is from. Like and you thought podcast. they'd pick so you up like, on the street? Oh my gosh, he's got a Kind of Funny shirt. You should come onto our podcast no, I was and like, sell oh, like maybe. your friend JJ, your co-host <laughs> like you do all the time. No, I thought maybe I'd run into other Kind of Funny best friends, but it seemed that <laughs> Turned out that not a lot of kind of funny people apparently listened to uh, the Adventure Zone because no one was like, hey, cool shirt. They just kind of <laughs> like, they just would look at me and walk away. And that's it. Cool, guys. So that's so much news. There was um, a lot of news this week. There was more man. stuff. There's actually one in here. It just says skip across it because we just don't have time. But we're going to move on. New releases. Uh, here are three games that uh, kind of stood out to me, look kind of fun. Uh, Final Fantasy X and X-2 HD remaster on Xbox One and Switch. The next one I want you to say like a Dungeons and Dragons nerd. Please. Okay. Please. Please. Okay, guys. Listen in. Call your wives into the room. This is how Garrett truly speaks. You're going to hear his real voice. This is how... Okay, you just did that on air. That's... Yeah. This is how he really speaks with his friends and his buddies. Not he's putting my, on his uh, radio voice when he's doing the podcast. I'm getting ready for to. I'm doing my voice. Okay, so the next release. I am a professional voice actor. So yes, this is true. <laughs> Not a lot of people know that. <laughs> I don't. I don't flex those muscles very often. But Are you ready for this? I'm ready. I'm ready. 
Warhammer Age of Sigma Champions. See? That is incredible! You added so much depth and dork to it that it was like, it's nearly beautiful. On the Nintendo Switch. Okay, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you brought it up at the end. I like yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, World War Z comes out on PC, PS4, Xbox One. It's based off of, I don't know if it's based off the book or the movie that was loosely based on the book. I think it's based more on the movie. I, I My understanding was just based on the movie. I have yeah. not seen the I've previews seen, to this game. I've seen game. trailers. I heard it was intense. It looks so... You never played You never played Left 4 Dead back in the day on 360. I, I did, actually. I have you that did? at home. Yeah, I have it at home. It reminds me of that, but with like uh, a million times more zombies. Like, that's all mm. it is. I don't, oh, know, okay. I don't know if there's much of a story to it, but the point of it is like to get together with a bunch of buddies and just shoot the crap out of hundreds of zombies as they charge towards you and similar to like the movie where they start like piling up and climbing over the bodies and over fences and stuff and i don't know it it looks like a lot of fun it doesn't look like like, family at the buffet same thing (laughs) same exact it it doesn't look like necessarily a good game but it looks like a fun game Mm -hmm. like i think if the two of us got it and played together like i think we'd have a lot of fun so maybe in the in the future we'll need to do like a stream or something of us playing playing some of that us streaming a game together like you and me, the Super Gamer yeah, Boys? And maybe one day. It could happen, right? It could happen one day. We'll see. Deep shame. <laughs> deep, deep shame. You you didn't you never play PlayStation. No, I really don't. Every time I get I out do, there, I do, I do, but I get to do it when everybody's says sleeping. Purdom clan online playing Fortnite. And instantly I know, well, it's not JJ playing, so <laughs> I got up at six this morning, I had to go to the bathroom and was gonna go back to bed for another hour. And I actually decided this is when I need to get in there and play. So I went in there and played for like an hour. Jeez. Yeah, well, that's when I could play. <laughs> that dude, not even trying to be funny. True story. True story. That's my. I've life. thought of that a couple times. I'm like, oh, maybe I can get up early and play since you know I, I'd rather play at night than later. But I don't know. It's so nice to go to bed at a decent time and if, get some good sleep. But every time I want, I'm not a morning person. I wake up and I'm just like, no, snooze, snooze, snooze. See, I am a morning person, but I. I'm also one of those kind of gamers who, when it's the end of a really long day, that's one of those things where you feel like you're rewarding yourself. Because, like, man, I earned it today to be able to go and goof off for an hour or hour and a half or whatever it is, you know. Or sometimes three hours. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, well, what you playing, JJ? Well, like I said, I played uh, 6 a.m. this morning, some Red Dead Redemption 2. I am uh, in Chapter 6. I'm dangerously close to the end. That is the only game that I've been playing, um, and I'm just really loving it. I'm, what will you ever do when you finish it? <laughs> I don't think I'm ever going to finish it. I, Dude, here's the thing. That game is so huge. It's so big. There's so much stuff to do, and like, there's so many little side missions. I'm just having a blast with it. It's so much fun, and I'm realizing the depth of the game. It's like, it's like an onion that has so many layers. It really is a beautiful game, and it's just so much fun. It's such an Im- immense world that I can't wait for it to be over, but I don't want it to end at the same time. I'm confused. I'm confused. I'm conflicted. Um, as far as like things that I've been doing that are other geeky-related things, I binge-watched all of Santa Clarita Diet, uh, season three, and absolutely epic, totally gory, lots of fun. And the cool thing about that show was I was able to watch it with my wife. And it's one of those things where when the season dropped, 
I was trying to get her to watch it with me. And I said, hey, I'll wait. And I waited for a few days for us to have time together where our schedules worked, where we could both sit down and have some binge time. And I finally did it. We watched like one episode together. It was very late. And I said, okay, you need to not watch anymore. And she was like, you prick. I cannot. I have to stop. Let me please. And I'm like, dude, I waited for you. I waited for you. So I forced her to wait. And I think I got like six episodes in over the course of a few days. And uh, there's like 10 episodes this season. I got like six episodes in. And then she just told me, I, I was like, I, I have to go to sleep. I got to work. And she's like, uh, dude, I, I'm going on. I'm going to go ahead and move on. <laughs> and uh, I, she didn't really give me a choice. So I, I, I got the impression I didn't have a, a say in the matter. So, yeah. So I ended up watching the last few by myself. But it's a lot of fun. I'm just having a blast with it. That's awesome. Uh, well, I played some Apex. It had been a long time, actually, since I played. It had been like over a week. And I'm like, I need to get back into this game. I love it. I miss it. Finally got back in. Got a couple wins. Playing. I basically play uh, with two of my buddies, uh, Sterling and Josh. Uh, they carry me through every game. <laughs> we actually won one game where... Like, we won the entire thing somehow. Yeah. Oh, you guys actually won one? Like, won one. Whoa. Like, not, like, just made it to the top two or three, but, like, we were the champions. But I had I had done zero damage and had zero kills. Like, I literally didn't shoot one person. So you were carried through the whole literally, thing by like, the boys. <laughs> it was one of those things where, like, we went the entire game without seeing anyone. And then it was, like, the last. There's only three teams left, us and two other teams. And then the two other teams took took. Like, you know, one of them took one out. So then it's, okay, now it's one, three V three, one team versus one team. And uh, I'm like up on a building, looting stuff. We're not even like with my, the rest of my team. Also like, oh, there they are. They're pinging them. They're shooting, da, 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 da. Grenades going off, all sorts of stuff. By the time I get over there, like they're dead and the battle's over. I'm like, well, we won. Cool. I didn't do anything. <laughs> like I didn't shoot one person <laughs> the entire game, but I got the, I got the win. How does it that not feel awesome. amazing? That's it gotta... was great. It was quite an accomplishment. I feel like there should be a trophy for that. A trophy for that, like, like a very small to win, trophy. To win a game without like, doing without anything. Doing anything. Uh, I feel like it was pretty, it's pretty impressive. But, um, And then what else I did, I also watched uh, Solo, a Star Wars story. It's on Netflix. Uh, so this is a movie I went into with a lot of hesitation because I'd only heard horrible things about it. Um, and I was like, it's free. It's a Star Wars movie. I have to watch it. Like, I love Star Wars. I can't not watch this. I don't care how bad it is. I have, I, I got to know why it's so bad. So Judy and I watched through it. Um, my takeaways are this, are as follows, are the following are these points here. <laughs> You're dragging uh, it out, buddy. <laughs> um, the movie was way longer than it needed to be. It was over two hours with not a lot of necessity for it. Uh, really, the only point of the movie is to explain... So, <laughs> at the end of episode eight... Luke Skywalker 
goes to whatever planet they're on at the end. I forget what it's called. Walks in. Uranus. Wa- wa- yeah, Uranus. Walks up to <laughs> Princess Leia and hands her a pair of dice and then walks away. And everyone's like, what in the world are these dice? We've never seen these before. There's eight movies in this franchise and these dice have never been a thing. Basically, the whole point of, and they don't flat out say this, but like the subtext of the whole thing, basically, (laughs) the whole point of Solo was to establish a reason for these dice. Like there's all these awkward shots, like he's driving in a speeder and all of a sudden like the camera just like awkwardly pans up to the mirror and there's the dice hanging there. Or he's uh, getting in a bad situation and he needs a little good luck and all of a sudden he like you know, grabs the dice or hands them to his girlfriend or whatever. And like all this weird, it's just like, basically they just need a reason. Like they needed to explain to people, oh, this is what those dice mean. And it's supposed to be like, it's like these two dice on a chain. Like it's supposed to be like the idea of like furry dice, furry dice but they're not but furry. They're, they're, dice. They're, they're metal. Like it's all like solid gold. It's like, you know, like, like a five inch chain with two little tiny golden dice on it. That was the whole point of the movie. Uh, oh no! No, the point of the movie it was explained kind of how Han Solo becomes who he is. You know, he starts out. He doesn't. It's basically a, an origin story. Yeah, right? he yeah. doesn't have a like. His name is Han. He doesn't have a last name. He doesn't know who his family is. He's just kind of a nobody. He's stuck, kind of working as a slave for the slum lord on this nasty planet. Uh, he joins the Empire, the army, in order to get off the planet. Basically, he's like, the only chance I have to become a pilot, because he's like, I'm the best pilot in the galaxy, but I don't have a ship. So he's like, my only choice is to join the army. So, and and all of a sudden it jump cuts three years later, and he's like in a ditch on this planet covered in mud. It's a super dark and gritty movie. Like, it reminds me, like, some of the battle scenes, I'm like, oh, this is like Saving Private Ryan, like dark, gritty, like intense, like all these guys in a ditch, and like someone gets blown up by a missile and stuff, and he's like... They're like shooting the machine guns all covered in mud and people dying all around them. It's pretty hardcore for like a Star Wars movie. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It has a, uh, oh shoot, I should have brought this up. Uh, what's his name? Why can I not, uh, as soon as I say, oh, let me think, Woody Harrelson. That's Woody Harrelson's in oh. it. Which I'm just like, oh, he's a good actor. He's in good movies. I'm like, I don't know why he's in this movie because he's usually in good movies. <laughs> Not so great in this one. Uh, he's good in it. He's great in it, but it's just the movie overall. Yeah, from what I saw the previews, <clears throat> like from what I recall, his his character is super colorful and is cool. Yeah, so he's kind of like uh, the mentor to Han Solo. Um, and then there's Donald Glover plays Lando Calrissian, a young Lando. Uh, Donald Glover's a cool guy. You know, we all love Childish Gambino. Good stuff. Has uh, Tandy Newton in it. It has Paul Bettany as, like, the main bad guy as Voss. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of, like, top-notch talent in here that just, no matter how hard they tried, could not bring this movie up. Uh, It was an all right movie. I wouldn't say it's a bad movie. I don't think it's as bad as everyone said it was. It's because it's still a fun movie. The only the main cons though are there wasn't like a huge point to it, and then it was long, but it's still a fun movie. I enjoyed it. I thought it was all right. So it's free on Netflix. You might as well go watch it if it you can. have an extra two hours. It can't be free. <laughs> yeah, you're already paying for Netflix. Uh, go give it a shot because yeah, it's not terrible. 
<laughs> which I don't know. That's not a ringing endorsement, but if you have an extra two hours and 15 minutes, I'm just seeing it here now. Go, go give it a shot, I guess. <laughs> cool. Uh, so our question of the show, we'll hit this real quick. Um, I thought of this question based off of my watching of Solo. What's a movie that you heard was bad or terrible that you actually really enjoyed? Okay. That... And so for me, like I Solo, like I said just now, like it was still a fun movie. I actually really enjoyed it. Like I wouldn't watch it again, but I really enjoyed it. But I, it's one of those things where like you just heard terrible things. Like most people told me, don't even bother watching it. Like it was so bad. Um, I don't think it was that bad. I think it's worth watching once, but that's 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 a, one of the movies. I have another one too, but I don't know. Do you do you have anything off the um, top of your head? Right or? off the top of my head, there's actually a couple of movies that <coughs> have grown into cult status now. But I remember when they came out, people crapped all over them, and I loved them. I thought they were great, and now everybody loves them seemingly. But the first one that popped into my head when I saw that question written down was um, Big Trouble in Little China. Have you ever seen Big Trouble in Little China? I have not seen that one. It's I know of the movie, but I have not seen it. Kurt Russell. I believe they've either just made a remake or a reboot of it, or they're in the process of doing so. But a lot of fun. It's all these colorful, way over-the-top characters. Totally 80s, dude. With Kurt Russell in it. And, oh, man. It's amazing. It's so much fun. So goofy and cheesy. You can't not love it. Uh, the other one that pops into my head is uh, <clears throat> one of the greatest films of all time, Garrett. Uh, it's a horror movie that had comedy in it. It's Evil Dead 2, Dead by Dawn. And uh, from that, part three, they changed the name to Army of Darkness. And that's uh, a Sam Raimi uh, movie and that's got Bruce Campbell in it and they're going after the book of the dead the Necronomicon and it's so great he's a bumbling idiot who like he uh, he ends up having to like his his girlfriend becomes possessed and he cuts her head off and ends up burying her and she comes back and she's like I'll swallow your soul and like he has all these cheesy things that he says like swallow this and he like blows her head off and like you know like little cheesy one-liners like that and uh you know oh it's just such a great great movie so much fun well the first one was supposed to be kind of like actually like a scary horror movie and then it was just like so campy like they just kind of latched onto that and that's all the subsequent ones kind of became like kind of right. like comedic and more campy and part just to kind of like this kind of like exaggerating on itself part on purpose. two like, is essentially yeah. i saw part two first and then i saw army of darkness and then later saw uh evil dead one evil dead one is essentially evil dead two it's pretty much the same thing they added a little bit and then added all this comedy and there was more money put into the budget of the movie um they originally did it like when they were young and uh, it was done on like eight millimeter or something like that. I mean, it was just, it was just cheesy. And it was, a, it was just an attempt at horror and then had a little bit of camp to it. But they just went full on, you know, camp with the other stuff. And, and uh, it just, it took on effect. They have a TV show now, I don't know, uh, Ash versus the oh, Evil yeah, Dead. Yeah. And it's fantastic. Huh. That's awesome. Yeah. I haven't seen either of those movies, but I've heard, definitely heard about the cult following of recent, but. Obviously, I wasn't alive back the 
early 1900s when those movies came out, like you were <laughs> back in the Stone Age, you know. But, well, <laughs> you're killing me, Smalls. In, in Army of Darkness, he uh, he actually takes the the Necronomicon, and he's in the medieval times, and he's like with knights and everything else, and uh, he has to like take the book to this certain place, and then this wizard like tells him, "You need to repeat the the terms, Nick to." Nocto Nectar or some crap, right? For him to be able to go back to his time. And like he gets there and he places the book where he's supposed to place it. And then he's like, Nectu Necti. <laughs> Just, you know, he can't remember. And uh, so it unleashes all the demons from hell like all over the place. Oh, oh, it's just fantastic. <laughs> and they're like, Did you say the words? And he's like, well, not every single syllable. <laughs> oh, it's just fantastic. <laughs> so if you guys haven't watched that, go watch Evil Dead 2 and then Army of Darkness after that. That's awesome. Uh, my other one I had. I have a couple of them. I have a couple too. Uh, so Batman versus Superman. I've talked this about, I've talked about this on a previous episode, so I won't go deep down into the whole thing, but I think it's a really good movie. A lot of people hated it. Thought it was stupid. Really, I just I thought it. the ending was lame. No, a lot of people thought it was just cheesy and pointless. Like the whole movie, not even the ending, but like that the whole thing was just like horrible. But I, I loved it. I, I thought it was great. Honestly, I went into it with a lot of expectations, and I think that was probably the mistake was going yeah, into a lot, with of a, lot of had a lot of expectations because the Marvel movies had done so well, and uh, by that yeah, point, they, and they done all right. Yeah, well. The thing is, is that Superman and Batman are such beloved characters, and the idea of the two of them coming together and fighting against each other, it's huge. And there are some people who are in the Superman camp, myself, some people who are in the Batman camp, you. Represent. Yeah. And <clears throat> I, I just think it was just a pointless movie. It just sucked. It's set up for the Justice League that came later. That was kind of It was, was a perfect kind of movie, 10 out of 10. You heard it here first. Take it to the bank. You suck, Moreland. <laughs> you suck. You're going to have a key down your car right now, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and my other movie I had is Star Wars Episode Two. So a lot of people hated this one because uh, it had a lot of talking and politics and a whole lot of just love story between Anakin and Padme. So a lot of people are like, oh, this is lame. This is the worst. I hate this. I hate love. I hate things. Uh, and Anakin, Anakin just acted like a bratty little, you know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> this, he, was just, he was kind of annoying. I'll admit that. But at the end, when they're in the Geonosis Coliseum and there's the uh, the three, they're in like the Coliseum, so it's Obi-Wan. Anakin and Padme chained to these poles by their wrist and these three creatures come out a big like praying mantis looking creature it's just like two stories tall a giant like rhinoceros looking thing with a huge like razor sharp horn and then a big uh, kind of looks like a giant like white tiger comes out but like everything's just massive and razor sharp blades and comes at them and they have to fight them it's just like you know like back like a back in the Coliseum like instead of gladiators fighting though it's these three creatures versus these three, you know, beloved characters. And uh, I just thought that was so much fun. Like, oh, man, this is awesome. They're fighting these big old creatures and they're using the force. And they don't have their lightsabers, but they're they're chained up, but they're still like kicking their that creature's butts. And they start getting beat up a little bit. 
And then like all of a sudden all hell breaks loose and the next thing you know, you look it looks up in the stands and throughout all these all the stands in the Coliseum, you see lightsabers start turning on. And there are literally hundreds of Jedi's in this Coliseum coming to uh they had brought the clone army to fight on Geonosis to take out, you know, the uh, Count Dooku and the whole um, uh, Federation force that was set up there. And it is like the coolest thing to see. Like, because up until this point, like in episode four, five, and six, the only Jedi is Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader. Like, you know, those are the only lightsabers you see, and the Emperor. Uh, and in episode one, you don't necessarily see a lot of lightsabers either. Just, you know, Qui Gon Jinn and Obi Wan and Darth Maul. That's pretty much it. So to see, like, whoa, there's like 500 Jedis here and they're all fighting together and beating the crap out of these people. And then there's like drop ships coming in and dropping off clone troopers and just shooting the crap out of these, the Geonosis, like weird bug creatures and stuff. And meanwhile, these, those original three creatures, like the big praying mantis thing and all this stuff, like they're still fighting and beating the crap out of people. It is so fun. Like as a kid, and even to this day, I'm like, that's an awesome fight scene. See, and that's yeah, what I was like, going to ask. Are you looking at it through through little kid eyes, or are you are you looking at it through 25 year old Gary? I mean, I've seen it recently. It, I I still. Wait, you watched it again, dude? I, I watch those movies all the time. <laughs> Star Wars. Why did you say that with a straight face? <laughs> I can see if you're trying to be funny or something, but like you said, that was a straight face. You know, Star Wars Episode Two, not a bad movie. You heard it here first, like literally first. <laughs> yeah, I'm the only one in the world who thinks it's 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 a good movie. But no, I I just love it for it's not a great movie, but it's a fun movie. You know, for that action scene, you, you got to see it. Well, G Money, it is all downhill from there. We there's, we can't go up. You know what I mean? So why don't we just take it down? I can put it out of its misery. Okay, you mean the podcast? Yes. Oh, okay. And, okay. Just and, this, but like at the whole, or just this episode? Oh or, God, or, is no! It, is this you quitting? Are you no, resigning here? I will never do that. You will have to carry me out. Like literally, you'll have to pick me up and carry me out because okay. I, I love this podcast. Okay. I, I've got the Super Gamer Boy tattoo now on my back left shoulder blade. Um, okay. I okay. did think that we had talked on the podcast. I thought we were going to get matching tats. Yeah, I got one too. You did? Yeah. I just haven't shown you yet. Oh, cool! It's 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 still healing up. I just don't want to. Uh, I, I don't like taking my shirt off in front of people. So that's it's all. on your butt. No, it's on. It's on oh, thank it's on, God! It's on the left shoulder blade, same as you. Okay. Just, I, right. oh, you know, okay. I don't want to show you right now. I don't. You know. I don't. Oh, like, and I'll like take said, your word. I'll take your word. I don't like taking my shirt off. No, at I'll all, take your word. Man <laughs> boobs. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> um, no, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Uh, if you haven't already, please go to Patreon.com/slash/SuperGamerBoys. Go check us out there. Take a look at those tiers if you have a couple bucks to toss our way. Um, yeah, think about supporting us because by you supporting us, we can see cool movies and bring you our impressions. We can buy games and give you reviews. We can do cool streams on Twitch. Uh, it basically gives us content to talk about to keep bringing you a cool show. Um, and uh, if we hit those goals, we have goals on there. We can also, uh, you know, bring you a full-on review episode where once a month you get a full hour, 45 minutes to an hour of us, like, 
completely breaking down a movie or a game we played. Or if we hit the $100 mark, well, we're going to bring you a comedy podcast on top of that review podcast. So that's two extra episodes a month if we can hit those goals. Absolutely. Um, review us on iTunes uh, or your whatever podcast app you use um, or even on Facebook. I think there's a review function there. Uh, that doesn't necessarily help us, but it's fun to read those reviews still. Uh, if you want to find us, go to supergamerboys.com. You can uh, find out where to listen to us. Leave us, uh, Drop us a note there. Leave your questions if you want to write in for a question of the show. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at supergamerboys, uh, facebook.com slash supergamerboys. Find me on Twitter at gmorelang. Find JJ on Twitter at... At JJ Purdom. And then thank you so much to Star Andrews for our logo. You can check her out on Instagram at Ground Floor Clothing Co. And Facebook at Facebook.com slash Ground Floor Clothing. This has been awesome, Garrett. Thank you for telling me all about episode two. I'm going to make sure to like totally watch that when I get home tonight. It's a good one. It's the best one. It's almost as good as episode one. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I'm never going to trust him again. <laughs> guys, you guys have been awesome this week. Thank you so much for joining us here at the Super Gamer Boys. He's Garrett. And I'm JJ. I said it like I'm Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> you guys, you guys are awesome. Thank you, guys. You guys have a great week, and we will catch you on the flippity flop. Wait, Look, wait. That's I my just... thing. You can't steal my thing. No, but I see how I said it better. Okay. Yeah. Say something that I would say. I'm JJ, and I'm a big doofus. <laughs> Catch y'all on the flippity flop. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.